I took my lad to Leeds. Episode 13, episode 13, unlucky for some. Um, it's it's really interesting because we were, we were just chatting before we hit record there. It was the anniversary on Sunday and we talked about it in the last episode of when we were crowned Division 1 champions back in 1992 Aye. on Sunday. Just gone was the uh, anniversary there. And I, I, I don't know if uh, anyone else has noticed this. There seems to be... And obviously because of our socials are attuned to Leeds United content more than any other kind of content, as you can imagine. Uh, it seems a lot of people are coming out of the woodwork, like some proper legendary speakers talking about how Leeds, in, in, in a climate where there's still doubt over when the league will start or restart, if it will, we go down the Dutch route, for example. But... A lot, a lot of big names are talking about Leeds should be back in the Premiership. Like uh, the most notable one, which was in the context of restarting the next season, was Jamie Carragher, who yeah, came out and said that. teams like Liverpool. I mean, obviously he's biased towards Liverpool being winning the league, but he's saying, look, if we end it now, we should award them. There's, you cannot argue that teams like Liverpool should be given the league title. Yeah. You can't argue that. Teams like Leicester should be in the Champions League place. You, you can't argue it. So he was like coming from that type, that kind of moment, and he mentioned that he thought Leeds should be promoted into the Premiership. Then I also see like David Seaman, you know, the legendary Arsenal goal, England and Arsenal goalkeeper. However, he is he was at Leeds as a kid, as a as a trier, yeah. as a YTS or whatever it was called at the time. So he has got an affinity for Leeds big time. But even he just came out this week and said so Leeds needs to be a Leeds fan. I think he, he might be a Leeds yeah, fan. He said he was. Yeah. And, and, you know, I don't know why everyone's just coming out. It, and yeah. it seems like they're talking about it. Even Gary Neville a few weeks ago started saying yeah. how Leeds deserve to be in the Premiership. And have, yeah. no, I think he said, he didn't say deserve, he said they are sorely missed. Yeah. Is it they are missed from the Premiership? So it's really interesting, this whole moment we're in. I mean, it, the reality is there's only one way we're getting up into the Premiership, and that's if, if this season is finished. That is the only option. No one can give us it now. Yeah. I mean, we'd take it if they cancelled it. Don't get me wrong. But again, going back to what we said on Monday's episode, it's got to be fair. I mean, even Liverpool in the Premiership being that far ahead... They need to play the games to finish it. They yeah, can't just reward them. Because we've like played over half of them. Yeah. Which yeah. is like, you know, it's just a bit unfair. We, we can, well, I just think it's it's unfair on everyone involved. There's so much time and energy wasted Re- as well. Relegation, Euro- European qualification, playoff places. Again, it's about getting these games played so revenue can come in and we end with a fair sporting result. Yeah. Um, I, I saw something come out on the BBC socials recently about uh, it was a I think a Division Two their version of Division Two club in the Dutch league saying it's the biggest catastrophe in sport in history what they've done in in Holland, which is probably a bit of an over exaggeration, but you can see where he's coming from, mm-hmm. Geezer, You know what I mean? Yeah. And, that, and I think that's that's a piece we need to avoid and just get people playing again. And anyway, this gets such a serious. Then again, we do serious on here, right. like you yeah. know. Who wouldn't argue Mervyn's not serious? Hello, this is Emma from LUTV, and I love Merv so much I decided to sponsor this feature. Love you, Merv. Spin those balls. And that's why 
Emma still continues to sponsor because this is a serious matter uh, when Mervyn, Mervyn Day is a bingo machine full of balls. I know all those balls have a number on them and Lad will spin Mervyn and oh, we'll get the way. It's gone on the floor. Ball down. We got it. And the, the numbers, 51's a number. So, oh, we're in, we've got another 50. Peter Ridsdale. Oh, he was the owner, weren't he? Well. He was that owner. He was the owner who had a dream. And some say he gambled to get that dream. And I, do you know what? We've got to check something. Because at this moment of time, last time I heard anything about Peter Ridsdale was he had coronavirus, which obviously is not not uh, a good a good thing. He, he, I think he must have recovered, which is good news. I mean, he's had it and he's okay, which which is good news. So we can talk because he was part of a dream. I think he came in. I think he was he was a Leeds fan. He used to work for Burton, who used to sponsor Leeds. It was uh, they were a clothes shop, and they used to sponsor. And I think that was his connection in, in in my mind. He came in to took over from the guys who essentially had uh, won as the league in the early nineties and and had been in the family for for a long long time. The he at the time. I loved having him as chairman. He, he was quite open. Uh, he, he seemed like an intelligent guy. He was. It was before the days of social media, but he talked a lot. You know, he he was a known chairman. You know, he yeah. wasn't one of these who sat in the background. We knew he was there, and he is the one who I think got George Graham into the club. Uh, he got Packard Bell on board to sponsors, which at the time was a big, big big commercial opportunity that we hadn't got. A, there was a lot of commercial elements that came into Leeds that made the club a little bit more exciting. Now, money. This was the problem. The deals that brought in the likes of, we talked in the last episode, Robbie Fowler, the Rio Ferdinands, uh, Seth Johnson, which we'll talk about in a second because there's a there's a bit of a tale about the player Seth Johnson. Do you know who Seth Johnson is? No. He was a central midfielder who was playing at Derby in the period of the O'Leary period when we were Champions League in it and stuff. Yeah. And he was probably one of England's most wanted he was that good, most wanted central midfielders, up and coming, young lad. And we signed him. Again, he was like this exciting prospect. Yeah. We spent money like there was no like two there's two Two stories that kind of show you where Leeds were as far as spending money. One was when Leeds started going under, the first thing that the the people who brought in to wind Leeds down potentially found was there was, this is rumoured by the way, these are all tales, there was fish tanks in the offices at Ellen Road that were costing like 10 grand a month to clean out like exotic fish <laughs> and and that was a Ridsdale thing yeah what? and what? another one is is the Seth Johnson story which is world famous is Seth Johnson turns up at Leeds with his agent they walk in there and Ridsdale goes right we're not going to play hardball here we're going to give you uh, £10,000 a week to sign for us. We've agreed a fee with Derby, £10,000 a week. 
And, you know, the agent kind of goes, okay, well, we need to, you know, be clever here. And he says, okay, can you give us one minute and we'll just step out and we'll talk about this. And they both step out and he goes to Seth, wow, that's that's, ten, that's, that's amazing. You know, <laughs> that's brilliant. You're like on a grand a week now. And he goes, right, yeah, let's go back in. And so the agent goes back in and goes, right, we, we've had a chat. And before he could even get any words out, Ridsdale back in there, all right, you played hardball, 20 grand, 20 grand a week. You're signing now. Oh, the agent's like, oh, right, okay. Uh, can we just step out again? And they step out, and literally all Seth Johnson and his agent go is, we're all 20 grand a week. This is amazing. Let's go back in. Go back in. Okay. I read David O'Leary really wants you here. We'll go forty thousand pounds a week. What? We'll go forty k. And I I can't remember if that kept going and going, but that apparently uh, was a story that uh, I, I don't know if it's true. This is a, one of those football word of mouths about how Leeds were behaving with spending money. But however, on the flip side of that, and the thing that with Ridsdale is totally for Leeds fans associated not responsible but associated with that negative downfall of Leeds which is a relegation out of the premiership and then the financial disaster that followed that yeah well not followed it it actually started before and that's why we were shifting out you know the Rio Ferdinands and everyone however the one thing I'll always say Ridsdale did and I've heard him say he did as well and I think gets forgotten is he appointed very high-caliber managers. And actually, within the mix of the players we did retain, even when we were selling the Ferdinands and everyone, Mm -hmm. we had some extremely good, extremely good players. So, yeah, Harry Kules was still there, even though he did eventually leave for Liverpool. Dukes was there. Alan Smith was there. Don Matteo were there. Johnny Woodgate was there. You know, we had the, the we had Kelly and we had Hart. We had Danny Mill. We had some amazing players. Old Paul Robinsons that were you know not so long ago punching you know the big guns out of the Champions League. So in all fairness to Ridsdale for how he supported the on the field, you know, he brought in Terry Venables to replace David O'Leary. You know, who had huge caliber. You know, he, he had the most successful moment. With with uh, England in certainly my generation, as as far as you know, I can remember, or the most exciting one. So you know, Terry Venables kept, was brought in, but it just all fell apart. And was that Ridsdale's fault? I think on the field with Ridsdale, no. You know, we we yeah. can't. It, 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 there was the finances behind getting these players is questionable, and you would assume he was the guy pulling the strings on that. You know, I've never had a conversation with a guy, so I don't know. Um, but on the pitch, I don't think he could be blamed for that. Really, I think the people, the players, and and the uh, you know the coaching staff, that you know the first team people had to blame that. But what the argument is, what was going on behind the scenes was that affecting everything? You know, it's uh, because it got pretty pretty bad. Um, it, you know, bad bad behind the scenes. I remember stories of David Batty and. Um, players like that coming out talking about it, which you never really heard at the time. So Peter Ridsdale, he is in our history, he, yeah. and played a big part of of you know that that late nineties, early noughties period. You know he was he will be remembered for his time at least. He actually went on. I think it was Cardiff. He went on to be chairman at as well. I think by all accounts did okay there. Um, or did he wind down? 
think he had to sell it again. I mean, he didn't buy it. He was never the guy who had all press, the money. Something about Preston. Uh, oh, did he end up at Preston as well? It, says, it? it said something. But I mean, I, I think he'll oh, I think he'll only ever be remembered for uh, his time at Leeds as far as what was achieved because you know some pretty exciting moments were achieved, but unfortunately we got the extreme of that as well under his time and yeah. got some pretty yeah. goddamn low moments. So that's it, Peter Isdale. Thank you, Merv. Hello, this is Emma from LUTV, and I love Merv so much I decided to sponsor this feature. Love you, Merv. Homework lockdown now. Oh, Merv, you all right? He's, he's having a little spin as he just goes into his... Mervyn goes away and just sleeps. All all in the little cupboard. And sleep until he needs to be span again. A little little magician that he is. Um, we set some homework lockdown. Uh, I think it was a physics question, science question. Yeah, somebody's ringing the bell. We're self-isolating. And that question was this. So putting into context what physics is, it is the natural science that studies matter, its motion and behavior, space and time, and the related entities of energy and force. So which Leeds goal from the following two would have would be next to physics in the dic- dictionary? <laughs> would it be your Boa's goal against Liverpool? Wow, what a goal. Or Decura's goal versus Forrest? Which one would it be, lad? What would your answer to that be? Decora. You go Decora. You thought the Decora goal was better than the Yeboah goal as far as power, force. Let's look at the two goals think, now. Right, Let's look at the two goals now. If you have a look at Yeboah's goal, it, but you you can't like when you blink, you'll miss it. It, it because goes that yeah, but, fast. Yeah, but it's the power. The power and the force, and that is physics. Here we go. Big kick out. Oh, I love this. I love watching this goal. There's uh, Dorigo. Were you at this cuts game? It inside. Yeah, I was at this game. Dorigo boots it up. It's headed down by Rod Wallace. In the air. Bang. Top right-hand corner. No chance, David James. Didn't touch the floor. A header from Rod Wallace, who's probably the smallest man on the pitch. Heads it down to your boa. There you go, yeah? So you've watched that. Yeah. That I mean, do you buzz off that when you see it? Because, I mean, I see that. <laughs> well, you were there. Oh. I wasn't even alive. No, but when you look at that, though. It's quite... But this, it, the core goal. This, look. In comes a corner. Forest player hits it out. Oh, and on the volley from outside the box. I think your boa's further out, isn't he? Your boa's further out, but that one is definitely... Oh, look it's... at that Berardi going nuts. God, I forgot Bridcup played for us. Where, where's he even at now? No idea. Well, he was at Forest, wasn't he? Yeah. Wow, what a goal that was. Under the, the monk era of that, wasn't yeah. it? I'm sorry, but that's yeah, just... going to get a replay. I think you might be right, you know. Yeah. I think you might be right. I'm telling you now, because look, look. Look at look how he smashes that, and it just look, curls technique. as well. It curls. I don't know. Actually, actually, that angle from behind, I'm going with your boa because I think there's really? a, a tiny little bit of... That's a swing. I'm not sure. He's got the tech. I don't know if he's meant to have done that technique properly. I don't know. Oh, my God. We need, it. We need to solidify an answer. Decora for me. I 100% Decora. Well, look, it's your podcast. Look, we'll Yubo, Yubo, if Yubo, you did Decora, then you got... But yeah, and you both ones. Yeah, but yeah, obviously they're both great goals. Yeah. But if we're talking like the sense of what the question asks, yeah, yeah, then what, it's decor. What would represent it? So yeah, okay, we're going decor. 
obviously because if you blink you miss it well obviously we are we are open to what our audience think let us know let us know what you think anyway on that if you agree or disagree we're going to core as goal versus nottingham forest uh would represent physics in the dictionary that's what would be in there if you disagree at lad to leads on the socials instagram and twitter i took my lad to leads you can get his messages on um on facebook as well just search for it so we're going from science to art in the next one okay this is a good one who according to lad's mum would she prefer to paint in a live art session if she had to would it be a steve evans b neil warnock or c darko miliana milianiac milianich Millionaire. I can never say it right. I can. I can never. Millionaire. Millionaire. Well, you remember him? He was. I think it was it. Thirty-two days. I think it was our manager. So, who, according to Lad's mum, would she prefer to paint in a live art session if she had to? Steve Evans, Neil Warnock, or Darko Millionaire? You know, um, I think it's Milanic. Milanic. It's something like that. I can't remember. I can't remember. And apologies for not getting that right. I should. I should know how to do it. Um. The, you know what a live art session is, yeah? Is it where like they would have the person in the middle and they'll yeah. have to like yeah, and it's like spinning around on like a slow platform. I mean, I don't know if it's spinning around <laughs> on a slow platform, mate, but um, it's live art, so uh, you know there's not much cloth. They might have a loincloth over a piece or something like that. Yeah. So uh, Steve Evans, Neil Warnock, or, or Darko, we'll call him for now. Uh, let us know what you think. Send us on the socials or just hang around for that final answer. Who Ladsman would rather paint for tomorrow's episode? <laughs> Somebody's ringing the bell. We're self-isolated. There we go. There's an exciting one for you. Imagine the pictures we painted in listeners' heads with that question. Um, We roll into Thursday with episode 14. We'll see you then. (laughs)